Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Welcome again to our amazing fall series. And nothing puts you in a fall mood, at least for me, like a good ghost story. Yeah, I always love a good ghost story around the bonfire. I think uh, so. This is going to be a fantastic episode for a lot of reasons. We'll kind of get that into that and why it's going to be a, a very unique episode here in just a minute. But first, you need to know about our amazing sponsor, Brad Reynolds. Brad Reynolds is a national-based realtor. He's closing in on $200 million in sales, uh, and he knows national real estate like nobody else. You can reach out to Brad at thinkbrad.com. You can text Brad at 615-856-3270. For those of you who have texted Brad, happy first day of fall like you did on that first day of fall. Text Brad your favorite ghost story in Nashville, the, the real ones, the real ghost stories that you've heard about. Uh, but as we mentioned yesterday, as we're talking about these haunted experiences in Nashville, maybe you are having a haunted experience, whether it's a ghost or it could just be from somebody living in your house. That you don't want anymore. Maybe you've got roommates. You're tired of roommates. You want to upgrade. Yeah. And have a house to yourself and have a house and to yourself. The ghost upstairs. It, it, yeah. And, uh, and just, just, you know, not that other roommate who's living in there. But if you want to upgrade, you can call Brad at 615-856-3270 or visit Brad over at thinkbrad.com. He's got an incredible YouTube channel as well at thinkbrad. All right. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our usual format because we're kicking it back old school to one of our very first episodes, our first 66 episode, that is. And uh, back in 2019 of the fall, we told this incredible story of all the different ghost experiences and ghost haunts throughout Middle Tennessee. We started with the uh, Bell Witch of Adams, Tennessee, and we also talked about the stuff that happens at the Ryman and the Tennessee State Capitol. Yeah, so this is actually pretty fun for us to replay. I know it's only been three years, which is in, there's been a lot that's happened, but it years. feels like a lifetime to us. And for yeah. those of you who have not joined us since Halloween of 2019, this will be a fun little throwback to our first episodes when we were recording anywhere we could in, in a this coffee place shop an apartment. Yeah. In, Your in, old apartment in no, this same apartment. Yeah. In this instant, it was filmed in my apartment so you'll Pretty you'll not, hear the not filmed recorded recorded that is yeah. correct and so you'll you'll hear the the grandiose reverberations from inside it, it, of there it, it adds to the ghost stories that we're about exactly to exactly and it adds to that well one thing if you are sitting uh like Stuart said you, you like uh really just kind of taking in the ghost stories uh maybe around a campfire or maybe it is in your home or maybe it's in the car but wherever it is, you need a nice warm drink to complete your fall feel for that. And no, I'm not talking about the PSL. Stop thinking about that. You That's need to, exactly what I was thinking. Uh, no, no. You need to erase that out of your mind. You need to be thinking about our amazing sponsor, Blessed Day Coffee. And only through this podcast can you get this discount code XPLR20 at checkout for 20% off of their amazing roasts plus free delivery in the Nashville area. So you can listen to these stories with a great warm or Stuart, if you're still into the uh, still into the, the cold drinks at this time of the year, uh, a nice cold brew. 
Yeah, it just depends on the day, and it depends <laughs> on how much I want to pay. Uh, but a, a terrifying experience is we have a roast, and our faces are on that roast, and that's a very terrifying <laughs> experience. It is. It fits with the Halloween it, theme. It I does. love it. It does. And so we have this roast. This is the Nashboro Espresso Roast, and we also have this other roast, and this one is a great roast to wake up to. This is the Tennessee Sunrise this is a nice blonde roast. So for those of you who love a good cup of coffee with a good campfire story, head over to blessedacoffee.com right now. Use that discount code XPLR20 at checkout for 20% off free delivery for the Nashville area. Get yourself some of the most fresh and sustainable coffee in the area. All right. Now, here's the weird part. We're kicking it over to ourselves from 2019 to hear about these Nashville haunts that have been uh, amazing stories that have been collected around the Nashville area for years let's kick it over some of the most famous and verified ghost stories throughout nashville uh, and we're going to start one uh, start with a story that is most recognizable not only in the nashville and tennessee area but worldwide nationwide and this is the story of the Bell Witch. So you have the Bell Witch, uh, which took place, or it, it's, she came from a cave. The Bell Witch, like, lived in this cave up towards, like, Adams, Tennessee. This is what the story is. And so this is the early 1800s. I'll say, like, 1815 to 1820 is when you have this story of this haunting. And so basically, the Bell family moved to Adams, Tennessee to start farming that land. And uh, what they didn't realize, and I don't think anyone realized this, but they did find a Native American burial site near the cave that was on part of their land. Yeah, there's like a there's a pretty large cave that's there. Um, they have rooms in this cave that are the size of, of small event spaces. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, above the above the cave was this burial mound that's. Tens of thousands of years old. Yes, and they don't know how many Native Americans were buried here, but and they didn't know that this burial ground was on part of their property. Right. And so the, the story is one of their kids went into this cave or near this cave and was digging a little bit, and they found a skull. And then him and his friend took the skull and brought it into the house of one of the Native Americans and supposedly from that skull, a tooth fell out onto the front porch of their cabin. Yeah, it kind of fell in between the cracks of the floorboards and, you know, kind of remained on, on the property of their, of their house. And so the, the story was after that happened, they started to experience really weird things happening around the house. So, you, Aaron, do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, so some of the hauntings um, extended to, you know, very violent slapping hitting of i believe uh the the daughter in the house uh, yes. as well as john bell himself yes um and so there ended up being a you know the the haunting started to get very personal and violent and this is actually i, I believe the only recorded uh haunting that has actually resulted in a murder and yes, was, that, that we're, that's known. Right, that's yes. known, and, and this is also one of the only state investigations 
into a haunting from the state uh, of Tennessee. From the state of Tennessee, um, as well as it, it resulted in the uh, the actual cause, and the result of it was said to be a haunting. Yes, and was said to be paranormal um, through as a result of the investigation. Uh, and so John Bell was said to be found laying uh, dead in his bed with a black a, a vial of black liquid sitting beside the bedside table. And it was believed that the Bell witch, I can't remember the exact quote, but she said something like, uh, I fixed old, fixed old Jack with uh, this one or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that was audibly heard by the family uh, when they were... Uh, saw uh, him dead. Yeah, and so that happened, and um, there's another story of a guy named Andrew Jackson who actually went on property. He was friends with John Bell. Yeah, you guys know Andrew Jackson. You you guys know Andrew Jackson. He was the seventh president of the United States. Um, Some consider him. He may have been the best president of the United States. Uh, That is definitely a conversation that people have. And he was friends with John Bell, and there were stories of him taking uh, close to a dozen soldiers from the Hermitage and going up to Adams, Tennessee, which is not, it's not an easy trip because it's it's like an hour away from Nashville. So on a driving, 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 it's an hour away. So on a horse and buggy, like it could be a 12 hour trip trying to get up there to Adams, Tennessee from Hermitage. And so it's said that he went up there and they, uh, they experienced some things with the Bell Witch. Uh, to the point where um, they were sitting around a fire, and the guy's like, I don't believe in this witch. It wasn't Andrew Jackson. It, it was wasn't one of, one of his soldiers. soldiers. Yeah, and uh, he's like, I don't believe in this witch. I'm a witch hunter. I'll, I'll capture this witch. And then uh, the witch like spoke audibly in open air and like scared, terrified this guy, and he ran away like screaming. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's numerous stories. Like I would, I would say this is the most heard story that I've heard about is the Bell Witch. I've heard it from a lot of different people. There's a lot of resources about the Bell Witch. Uh, there's movies made about the Bell Witch and the experience that happened there. Um, and the, there's a, a diary written by a family member. There are still uh, descendants of both the Bell family yep. as well as William Strickland, who uh, was, I think he's William Strickland third. the uh, William Strickland in eighteen in the eighteen hundreds was the uh, son-in-law. He was the son-in-law. Is it the same William Strickland that designed the Tennessee State Capitol? Because we're going to talk about that here in a second. Was it? Uh, I'll have to look that up. Okay. Um, maybe it's not William Strickland. Maybe I'm getting my. Names okay, I think confused. we're yeah. We're get, I think we're getting the Williams. It's William Too many Tennessee something. Yeah. yeah, it's William something. Yeah. But uh, his his uh, uh, family members down the line. They one of them actually captured the Bell Witch in a, a blanket and started walking it to the fire to try to extinguish the Bell Witch. And with every step, the Bell Witch continued to become heavier, heavier and, and heavier. heavier and heavier. Yeah. So heavy that uh, that this person had to actually just let the Bell Witch go out of huh. its clutches. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, this is in Adams, Tennessee. They're open. Uh, their seasoning is going to be opening back again, I think, in May or late spring. And then you can go visit the cave. And then they do special events where you can go only on Saturdays and Sundays to see the cave. So that's in Adams, Tennessee. And that is a verified ghost story. Aaron, what are your thoughts on the Bell Witch? This is something that I am excited to go there and 
learn more about myself. Um, there was an episode, if anybody watches like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or anything like that, there's a show called Ghost Adventures, which is the only paranormal team that has actually been granted access uh, to go inside and investigate the Bellwitch Caves. And uh, you can find that, I believe, on, on YouTube. Yeah, I saw I, the episode is on YouTube that you can buy. There's probably pirated copies somewhere, but um, it's uh, pretty interesting to hear all of the different accounts from people who either have family members who are a part of the story or uh, eyewitness accounts that have been written down by historians and everything. Um, it's just, it's all very, very interesting to hear and how it plays a part in even Tennessee history with Andrew Jackson. Uh, it's really hard to say, oh no, we can't believe the story of a president. Like that's how much more verified can you get with that? Yeah, verified with that, and then the hundreds of eyewitnesses' accounts and the stuff that happened on the Ghost Adventures uh, television show. So there's a lot. Um, but let's switch our ways down to downtown Nashville. We have a few places in downtown Nashville that have haunted stories. And these stories that we're going to say are also verified. And so let's start at the one that I find that I think it's really funny. So this is at the Tennessee State Capitol. And you have a guy named William Strickland. We've talked about him just a second ago. I was just getting ahead of myself yeah, so with that. <laughs> William Strickland was an architect. He was also the architect behind the Tower of Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Okay. And so the state of Tennessee commissioned him to build the Tennessee State Capitol. So he moved to Nashville, and he didn't realize it was going to take, I think, 14 years to build this thing from 1843 to 1859. Yeah. Ooh, that's a long time. And uh, so he actually he he designed the Tennessee State Capitol and he died during the construction of the Capitol but inside the Capitol there's historical documents of the treasurer of the state of Tennessee and William Strickland arguing about the costs and the, t- the treasurer of the state of Tennessee was named Samuel Morgan and there's historical documents of them arguing about the cost. Like, no, you're spending too much money here. No, cut your costs. Yeah, here. Like, probably, you know, meetings and everything oh yeah, that, meetings that were well documented. And so well these, recorded. Right. And so at the Tennessee State Capitol, they actually built two tombstones. So why? why because that's how William Strickland wanted it. He, <laughs> he realized that if the construction was going to take this long, he may die, and he wanted to be buried in his glorious building. So those people at work who just said, oh, kill me now and just bury yeah, yeah. me here. Just like bury that me was, here. That yeah, was yeah. him, but he really him. did it. But he really did it. So he built two tombstones. So on the north side facing Bicentennial Mall, Capitol State Park. Um, did he have anybody in mind? No, for he, the second he, he had no idea in mind. Like he just, he's like, I'm just going to build this, and they can bury whoever they want. The stake and bury whoever they want there, and but he knew he was potentially going to die during the construction of this. Maybe they were saving it for James K. Polk. Maybe, yeah, possibly. Um, that's definitely a realistic possibility. Who just got buried off to the side. Yeah, who got capital. buried off to the side <laughs> with his wife, Sarah. But William Strickland got buried on the north side uh, in the tombstone on the northeast side. And then there was another tombstone on the southeast side. And guess who's buried there? Let me guess. Could it be the man that he was arguing with, Samuel Morgan? Yes. He is buried there, too. How fitting. I don't yeah, think he saw that. I don't think he saw that coming. But uh, there's eyewitnesses' accounts of police officers 
um, patrolling that area. And they hear these two old men bickering back and forth uh, inside the Tennessee State Capitol. And there's been sightings of two old men literally like arguing on the stairs of the Tennessee <laughs> State Capitol. And is that believed to be William Strickland and Samuel Morgan? Yes, because, are- because they're just old men bickering at each other. Yeah. And there's actually historical evidence that is inside the Tennessee State Capitol of them talking about the cause because they had to write the, the notes of every single time they met. Right. Because it got so heated in that room. So is there are these police counts like verified and everything? How how can people, you know, go and hear more about these these stories? Your best way is the uh, Haunted Nashville ghost tours. Okay. Like that's gotcha. your best I didn't way know to hear these the, stories. Uh, I didn't know if the tours of the Capitol itself you could, talk about you could, these. You could ask about them at the Tennessee State Capitol tours, uh-huh. but they may say, no, that doesn't exist. That's just a rumor. But um, there's been, I think, 25 different police officers that have verified like hearing something at night, like in two men, old men bickering. Huh. I just think of like those old, like old movies. I think they're called grumpy old men. Do you know the movies I'm talking about? No, they were like from the eighties or nineties. And there's just these two men bickering at each other. So that, that's what I think of. Um, <laughs> so I think that's just a funny ghost story. Yeah. And in, you know, I I've said this before. I, I think ghost stories and these unusual type of tours that you can take really give you some historical context into the city. Yeah, and absolutely. this one, this one definitely does. And our next example also gives us a little glimpse into some Nashville history. We're not going to uh, tell you about the full story yet. The history part has to do with there was a campaign, a presidential campaign that actually hosted itself inside of this hotel. This hotel is the Hermitage Hotel in downtown Nashville. Which is right across the way uh, from the Tennessee State from Capitol. From the Tennessee State Capitol. Yeah. So, Stuart, before we get into the story um, of what's going on inside the Hermitage Hotel, what is the history behind this very, uh, very famous hotel? Yeah. So, I don't remember the exact building date. It was late 1800s, early 1900s when it was built. And it was supposed to be this, like, presidential hotel. And they built that with the intention of being that. Yeah. And so they made this incredible lobby. It's one of my favorite lobbies in the entire city of Nashville for One hotels. of the most famous bathrooms it's in the United States. one of the most States. famous bathrooms. Have you been in that bathroom? I still haven't. Okay, so when you enter into the Hermitage Hotel, you take a right, and then you go down a flight of stairs. Right next to it's the Capitol uh, Grill uh, restaurant, and then you walk into the men's bathroom. Okay, it's like these black, like black walls with like this lime green, neon green, like design around it. It's hard to describe. You okay, have to, you physically have to see it yourself to understand. Okay, it's a very interesting bathroom. Like I understand why it's been voted like the best bathroom in the United States, even though right now the Nashville Zoo has the best bathroom because they have those <laughs> little finger monkeys inside the uh, one of the female bathrooms. Yeah. And, but the Hermitage bathroom is cool. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, who gets paid to go around and rank the ratings of bathrooms? I have no idea. I don't know. They that. probably will never reveal themselves. Yeah, that, <laughs> that sounds kind of like a terrible job. What do you do? Well, I go around the country and look at bathrooms and their toilets and their pipes and Oh, so you're a plumber. (laughs) Ah, That's what you get paid to do. But uh, so the Hermitage Hotel is just this absolutely gorgeous hotel. Uh, I think technically it's still the only five-star, five-diamond hotel right now in the state of Tennessee. That's probably going to be changed soon. But 
so when they built this hotel, it was in the early 1900s, late 1800s. And supposedly, the story is, is that there used to be this room that was formerly room 910. So I believe that's on the ninth floor, and it was room 910. And... That room no longer exists. What's the reason for that? It's reported that there was a child or, or a, a toddler or an infant that um, had, I guess, passed away during a stay. And it's said to, you know, quote unquote, never have left the building. And what I mean by that is guests will complain that there's a baby crying constantly in room 910. And when hotel staff comes in to check on that room, door opens immediately. There is no sound, no crying. Nobody's in the room. It is an unoccupied room. And that pattern continues. Um, and it's also, uh, it's also said that the room 910 no longer exists because there was uh, a wall in between two of the rooms near there. It was knocked down to build a larger suite. And now that's room 912, and that's where those same occurrences happen, is mm -hmm. for what is now room 912. There's also uh, been sites of a woman dressed in white who is uh, flying around the hotel. Okay. Um, and then there's another woman who's dressed in, like, Victorian-era clothing. Yeah, who's seen around the first floor. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's this beautiful mirror on the first floor in the lobby. Have you seen this mirror? Oh, I've seen this mirror. Okay. This mirror, this mirror is, it, it, it's beautiful. It's okay. stunning. It's not the Cheekwood mirror, but like that, <laughs> I can't wait to share that story with you guys. Yes. But uh, it's a beautiful mirror. And the, the uh, historical accounts said that this mirror has cracked and then mended itself back together. Yeah, so it's reported that hotel staff, guests have also and we've, uh, we've, ha have seen this firsthand, this, yeah. this thing crack and mend itself. And we've met a couple hotel staff that have, have said like, oh, yeah, that place is definitely haunted. Yeah. But if you go in there they're, and you ask know, them that no, it's haunted, they're going to be like, no, this place is not haunted. Yeah, like, the staff that we've true. talked to you know, no longer works there, so yeah. I'm sure they feel okay to, to talk about it. But, yeah, we uh, we this was last year. We walked in to see if anybody would, would talk about this stuff and – they deny Anything. any sort of haunting, and they have a reputation. Like they, they have to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah. They don't want hundreds of people being like, "Ooh, there's ghosts at this hotel." Yeah. But now you guys know from the Nashville Daily podcast that there is hauntings at the Hermitage Hotel. Yeah. So this it's it's pretty cool. Um, just don't ask the staff about it, or you won't get anywhere. <laughs> no, you won't get anywhere. So right down the street from the Hermitage Hotel, uh, you go down to this beautiful place called the Ryman Auditorium. We've talked about the Ryman quite a few times, and there's a couple ghost stories that have come out of the Ryman Auditorium. One is that there's this, it's called the Gray Man, and he's dressed in complete gray, and he just looks gr like a gray man. Yeah, and, it, just an outline of a man, not really a, yeah. a full apparition kind of thing. Yeah, and so, uh, and this is from different bands and different like people tear down and setting up that have confirmed this, and they've said that, like late night when they're doing teardown, like maybe two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, they're doing teardown of a show. They'll see like something on the balcony and then they'll see dust move underneath the balcony. Right, and so they hear these loud footsteps on the balcony. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, they don't sometimes see anybody or they see this gray figure or like a white mist or something like that. Um, it's, it's kind of reported to be maybe Thomas Ryman, who is 
looking over, over his building. Uh, and, you know, the, it said that he's also been there a little bit more often when there are shows that he, he disagrees with. He, he might disagree with. I yeah. wonder if, if he was there for Wu-Tang. <laughs> 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 he might have been on stage with them for that one. But uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's also um, been a white mist on stage that people believe is Hank Williams scene. And this is the one we hear about the most, I believe, is, is Hank Williams. Because not only is he, you know, maybe seen as a white mist, what is believed to be Hank Williams. Uh, you can hear a Hank Williams' voice, or some, not you, but you know, people have reported of Hank Williams' voice being heard and sung throughout the auditorium, as well as Patsy Cline's voice being heard yeah. throughout the auditorium, which then, we talked about Patsy Cline on our episode um, on Wednesday when we talked about... The abandoned airport. The uh, Cornelia Fort Airpark. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's pretty interesting, Patsy Cline making her mark. And then there's, there's, also, there's also people that have said uh, that that alleyway between the Ryman Auditorium and Tootsie's, that they would see this, like, shadowy figure. I think they're just too drunk. But <laughs> uh, they would see this figure walking back and forth because in between their sets of the Grand Ole Opry, they'll go get a cocktail or a beer at Tootsie's. Um, and so... Willie Nelson is always quoted. This is it, this is not a ghost story, but Willie Nelson is always quoted saying it's 17 steps going down to Tootsie's. It's 35 steps or 36 <laughs> steps going back up to Tootsie's. <laughs> that's a great quote. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Ryman Auditorium. And the last one that has been verified is the Hermitage. Andrew Jackson's The Hermitage. And we went to that ghost tour, uh, but I think it's almost two weeks now, which is crazy. A week and a half ago. I can't remember. We went. Um... But this one is it's very interesting because the, the story of Andrew Jackson is very, very interesting. And I can't wait to dive deep into his life and the story of Andrew Jackson. But one of the ghost stories that's very common is that you hear this horse running through the house or you hear gravel, a lot of gravel moving outside of the plantation or the mansion. And it's said that Andrew Jackson every single day around uh, lunchtime uh, for the morning of his wife, Rachel, would ride around the property with his horse and his old dog following him. And uh, they would ride up to the garden. They'll ride up to the garden. And they, he would kind of park his horse there. Yep, and uh, then walk the, into the garden. Yeah, the dog and, and uh, President Jackson would, would walk through the garden for about an hour. Yeah, and for about an hour. And then uh, there was one day where the dog couldn't enter the garden any longer. It just kept barking, barking and, and weird winds and weird things would happen. And it's said that, like, if you're walking on property by yourself, you may hear some dogs, um, like the dog barking and, like, howling on property. But there's no dog on property. Yeah, and I believe, uh, I can't remember, was it an orange glow that they said you might see? Yeah, like an orange or red near, glow. Near Rachel's grave. Yep. And, like, people people on driving on... Uh, on Lebanon Pike have seen like in the distance have seen that red glow. Yeah. And so that, that's been verified. Uh, there's also, when we were there, she, uh, the narrator, she pulled out an app and taught like it hears voices, like ghost voices. Yeah. And so like names of the family members would be like said in the house. I think the creepiest story was that doll story. Do you remember that doll story she told? Oh yes. So apparently in one of the, the children's rooms upstairs, uh, and and this is not, this is uh, happening, you know, during the the tour stage of the Hermitage. Yeah, After yeah, yeah. The, the Hermitage has been open for tours. Actually, 
pretty recently this has happened. Yeah. Uh, where there are two dolls that are in one of the kids' rooms. Very terribly creepy. Looking these dolls. dolls are terrifying. Like everything in that room like, is super creepy. These dolls are like what nightmares are made from. <laughs> exactly. And beyond. And one of the dolls is a wooden doll that I believe sits upright. Yep, completely and, wooden. Like yes. you can't move, like it's very heavy. Right. Uh, and there's another doll that sits in a small chair. Mm-hmm. And um, one day, uh, I believe the cleaning... The cleaning lady, yeah. She was in the room cleaning, and the dolls switch places. She did, So she doesn't see them switch places, but she notices that the dolls have switched. Yeah, and, and the, so only, she, the only people allowed in these rooms is the curator mm-hmm. and the cleaning people. Yeah, and so uh, I believe she reports this, and uh, everybody says nobody's touched it, um, that they know of. Nobody has touched these these uh, things. And um, if, if you saw these dolls, you would 100% believe that these are things that can... Uh, can probably walk by switch, themselves. Can probably switch <laughs> switch places if they wanted to. Because yeah, they are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I may have had a nightmare about one of those dolls. So yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah like the the movies that were made about dolls have nothing on these. Yeah, these dolls are are, are scary. <laughs> so this is a. Uh, this has been some of the ghost stories coming out of the city of Nashville. Aaron, do you there's, have one more that we want to talk about? Well, yeah, there's there's one more with with Andrew Jackson. So not only do you hear the dog barking and see that glow, but one of the things that the staff that are there present day have reported are, especially when they have to stay late just to kind of monitor yeah, the, the, the hermitage, um, there are reports of the horse of Andrew Jackson stomping in the house. Oh, wow. Like actually kind of parading into the front door and stomping into the house that you can hear horses and you can hear uh, like somebody's in distress. Wow, okay. Yeah. Huh. That would be kind of terrifying. You're just sitting there and the door just randomly opens and you hear a horse. Yeah, and, and, and you know, when they go to check on it, there's nothing there. Hmm. And, of course, there are no horses that are there. There's no Yeah, there's a couple horses on property, but they're far away. There's yeah. no way that horse is jumping all those fences to get into that house. Right, and, you know, these, these are people who are in the house. They hear these noises like uh, horse stomping in the house through the front door, glass breaking in the kitchen. Yeah. And the, and glass, then, the glass breaking one happens pretty often at the Hermitage. Yeah. And, and they walk up and because they're in the house, they hear this, they walk over, nothing there. Yeah. And so these are people who are actually giving the tours that have said, yes, we I've have been there. Yeah. And I've seen it. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, uh, and these are the ones, those are the ones that we have heard for ourselves taking that tour, talk to people who have actually experienced these things firsthand. Um, and so those are really cool to hear. Uh, so go next weekend if you get if the you chance. Get t- if you can get tickets. You they can probably get tickets. sold out for the rest of the season. Yeah, so call the Hermitage, uh, not the Hermitage Hotel, the Andrew Jackson <laughs> Hermitage. Uh, you can call the Hermitage. You won't get anywhere. They're not giving those kind of tours. Yeah, they're not giving those kind <laughs> of tours. Even if you pay the right person, they're not going to give those type of tours. No, not at all. But I'm uh, looking forward to next year to experience the Bell Witch Cave. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I really want to make that a priority for next year. To experience that. Yeah, that, that will be really cool. Um, let us know what your famous uh, or, or your... Um, your favorite ghost story. Yeah, favorite ghost story. T- today that we've told. Or if you've experienced any of these in person, 
Or let us know. Tweet at us. Experience the Nashville haunting. Yeah, tweet us at XPLR underscore Nash. Hey, Twitter's a haunted place. It's just it's, <laughs> it's a very haunted place right now. Um, we're we're not getting any tweets, so we, we feel like we're alone. We've we've gotten a few, but we yeah. want to get more. Yeah, we definitely want to get more. So you can tweet at us at XPLR underscore Nash. Uh, make sure to go over to our YouTube channel. We actually have a video called Haunted Nashville. And you can learn about some of these ghost stories. And that intro, man, that intro is one of my favorite intros we've ever done for a video. That one is fun. Yeah. It's that one and the donut video that's coming soon. And the fall one. And the fall one. They're my favorite three intros, (laughs) man. But this haunted one was really fun. Thank you so much for revisiting that blast of the past episode. Wow, that was a long time us. ago. That was a long time ago. My voice was seemed a little <laughs> bit different than it is now. I know. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. Uh, upgraded mics and everything definitely helped. But we hope you enjoyed that blast from the past and learned a little bit about Nashville ghost stories with us. Let us know what is your favorite ghost story out of this series. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you have a great rest of this day. We'll see you tomorrow. for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com and to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.